Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Now, this can't be a Valentine's song. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have this as a Valentine's song now. Taking people off that pole. I, I, I mean, I'm sure. But it's not a Valentine's song. Yeah, it is. No, it is not. If you're, if you're in love with her, go I mean, get her off that pole. Can we get like a little Michael Jackson lady in my life on a day like today? I'm in love with a stripper. She ran and she rides and she rolls. <laughs> I got to All right. So James in L.A. has a problem with something you said. James. Sure, sure. Can't, can't please them all. Uh, yeah, big, big fan of you guys. But, Bart, I can't disagree with you more. I lived in D.C. for two years. It was absolutely hands down the worst city I've ever lived in. It was every single person you talked to was trying to work you. If you're a government, I work here, I work there. That's all they cared about. It was a commuter city. Everyone lived in yep. northern. That's true. You know, it, it, Virginia. Yes. Hours Tyson, Cor- Tyson Corners only. Tyson Corners just right there. It's like Alexandria. When I say when I say DC, I'm talking about Tyson's Corner. I'm talking about College Park. I'm talking about like I'm talking about that area. Like we all know. Like we 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 say we live in New York. But you might live in Westchester. Yep. You might live in Yonkers. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but there's a difference between about. a New York girl and a Jersey girl now. There's yeah, a difference I, I, between I, dating a girl from Brooklyn and dating a girl from Long Island. And, and it's a difference. It's different. And it's a difference between dating a girl in Bethesda, Maryland. Yes. Or so you Silver can't Spring, say when I say D.C. I'm talking area. about all of it. I'm talking about that 20 mile radius from from the capital to that 20 mile radius. I think. Like, and listen, listen James, James didn't have James, a good experience. James, though, James. You, you should have came with me, James. Oh yeah, well, because it would have been a different life. <laughs> yeah, uh, James. James. I mean, I, I don't know where you was at, James. Now that we have a firm grasp of the <laughs> obvious, because 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 Georgetown, James. Did you go, did you go to Club Dream where Ball Alert was created where MJ used to put his stumping grounds in? Yeah. Did no, you go no, there? No, you know why? Because James the probably there, has a mortgage. That's why he couldn't do that, and he wasn't about to wait online for three hours. James, James, unlike Bart Scott, James, who just walks in and drops down the black card. James, James, tell me this, James. Before yep. you talk to him, mm-hmm. what did they look like, James? That's what I'm saying. Let, let's just, let, let's just talk about let's just talk about judging with our eyeballs. California, the West Coast, got some really, really yeah, I'm good with looking you. girls. So I'm with you, James. It, it, it's, I, I prefer it here, but I'm with anytime James. the invite James, you call to come with LA. you to D.C., I'm in it. That's right. Yeah, see, I'm I'm with James. James I'm sorry. James, you, James, you come to D.C. with me, you're going to call your girl and say, yo, I ain't coming home no more. <laughs> yeah, put the kids on the phone. Put the kids on the phone. Apocalypse yeah, yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, this I'm daddy. never coming home yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, this daddy. Yeah, put, put, oh put your mom on the phone. Yeah, 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 this daddy. I, I ain't coming home no more. Clemente in Massapequa. Clemente. Hey guys, thanks for taking the call. Love the show. Thank you. Uh, a couple of mixed points. Uh, the first part, I mean, I agree with the recent caller I called about Taj Gibson. I think he's an awesome dude, but on the court, he's like a parking cone right now. Like, he's literally just a body standing there. Like, there's no one from the G League we could pull up, like a young no. athlete. No, not like, that knows. He, he, not Robert, that knows the assignment and what to do and all that stuff. He's just got to get him. He's not in game shape. They literally got him off the couch. Where man. did Lopez go? Did Robin Lopez, Lopez go? is out there. Yeah. Slow feet. Slow feet. Yeah. My other point is about the the recent trade that they made, right? Yep. Now, I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud, but I feel like I kind of have some faith in, like, the Knicks brass nowadays. Like, I didn't love the, you know, moving the lat, moving, um, you know, RJ and quickly, but that looks like, you know, these players that we have now, OG and Precious, can both fall. So I'm happy with this. But the Burks thing, man, I feel like we've seen this movie before. It's, it's the same thing. Dribble, 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 pass, 
get it back. Right. Now we're you know late in the shot clock. You're not wrong. Now you're taking a tough contested shot. Yeah. Like, what are you're, we doing? You're right. Now keep this in mind. Remember, he's not here to play 38 minutes. He's here to play 15. Right. Like they, they, he has to play right now because you don't have any other bodies. You know, you got you, he has to play. But I, I would not think. Don't think he's going to be out there for the bulk of the game. He just has to give you something off the bench, which he can. You know, but you're right about the dribbling too much and late in the shot clock stuff. I can't argue with that. And Bogdanovich is Bogdanovich is going to get it. Trust me. Yeah. He, he's going to figure it out. Wait till everybody gets there. This yeah. is a 20 point score. Maybe when all the guys no, come hit, back, maybe he's like an eight, a 14 point score. Which is all you need. He's going to hit big shots for you. If he he's can get, if you got two guys savvy. that can get you 15 off the bench, you're getting 30 from two guys off the bench. Like, that's all you're looking for. Arthur in the car. Arthur. Arthur. Hello, Alan. How you doing, Arthur? How's it going? Good. Good. Yeah, I'm just chiming in, you know, my usual Knicks talk. And uh, I like our additions. And just like the last caller, uh, Alec Burks kind of scares me at times. And I, I agree with what you said. We're not going to need him. Yeah. Once the rest of the team comes back and, and we're healthy 100%, we're not going to need him that much. Right. But I'm going to tell you something. I hate him taking anybody taking away minutes from Deuce, man. Deuce was really coming along, man. And I think for him to lose, start losing a lot of minutes, I think the next second is step backwards as far as that concerned. That's something to watch. You know what? And and maybe tonight if DiVincenzo can't go and Deuce will get more minutes and, you know, it'll be a chance for him to say, hey, don't forget about me. And, you know, so I don't – I don't disagree with you, Arthur. I liked he was he was coming along. He was getting better. He he does get after it defensively. Although there are times that the defense isn't as tough as you want it to be. But he's a great kid, and you know maybe he'll get an opportunity uh, to do that tonight. All right, so we'll continue with your calls at eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. But Bart, I don't know if you know this, but Bart Stradamus, uh his obligation to the show is over now. The football season is yeah, done. Yeah, we couldn't afford Barstradamus for a whole. Well, year. what are we going to do now? Mm, we're gonna go Triple H. Triple H. Yes. What's that? Um, it is um Basketball is my favorite sport. You gonna let me hard say it? time figuring out where things fit. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. You're in the right place. I thought what I say there. when it comes to this basketball <laughs> team <laughs> is the law. Here's Hans Hoops Hierarchy. Game blouses. Triple H, time to play the game. That's Hans Hoop Hierarchy brought to you by Sandwell Institute for Pain Management. We're pain-free life. Visit sandwellpain.com today. What you got for us, Hans? Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. He's taking the lead. Bart Scott taking the lead. Hierarchy. All right, Jesus, take the wheel. Um, So let's go. Let's start with this. So we'll do a top five. That's what we'll do with this, okay? So today's top five are... Kind of I told you so's. Mm. All right. So let's start with Shaq. Last night, Shaquille O'Neal had his number 32 jersey retired by the Orlando Magic. He was their first number number one overall pick. First player in franchise history to be an all-star. What could have been. First time the rookie of the year, all NBA. He, he's the first of a lot of things in that franchise. And you know what? What bothers me is we've said this about Shaq in the past, and it's amazing that it happened again. Shaq acknowledged Penny Hardaway and said all about how I couldn't be me without you, right? Yep. 
And it made me go, isn't it amazing that twice in his career, he had a teammate that lifted him and pushed him up into greatness. Generational. And couldn't get along. And neither time did he really appreciate, him. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. He admitted that about Kobe, obviously famously talking about Kobe, and he said it about him. And then the same thing with Penny. Same he wanted the big market. He wanted to get out of there. He just And he just didn't appreciate what he had with Penny because who knows what they could have been in Orlando with Man, him and with Penny. When they beat MJ, 4-5 MJ, they were just Got to the right. NBA Finals. If Nick Anderson don't miss four straight, he missed four free throws. It is really, it is, you know, again. So that's one of those, like the cautionary tale. And you know what? You know who the one... One B star that he played with that he never had an issue with. Flash. Yeah. Because looked, that's because he looked at him as a little brother. Yep. See, those guys were equal. Threatening. They were the same age. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were threatening to be the, be the um, bigger Isn't one. Isn't it a and, shame how egos fl- can get in yes. the way of something beautiful? And, Fla- and Flash was stepping in to help him prove that he can win one without Kobe. So he needed Flash. Yeah. So he, treated the big, he took the big brother role because he was a younger player. It's just, again, it's, it's one of those things that I saw him. I saw him. You know, make that acknowledgement to Penny and say what he said. And I'm like, man, don't do it again, Shaq. Really? So, anyways, that's just a a cautionary tale. Egos can ruin beautiful things. And maybe Orlando could have had something beautiful if Shaq was just happy being there. But he wanted out, free agency, ended up in L.A. And obviously, great things happened after that for him. But for the Magic, have they ever really had it as good? I mean, Dwight Howard a little bit, right? Yep. But they just have never had it as good. All right. The next thing we'll come up with on number four on our list. So the news broke last night that the Knicks are going to protest the loss to the Rockets. Yeah, man. According to Woj. um, Because the last two-minute report came out and it acknowledged what Crew Chief Ed Malloy said, which was that that foul on Jalen Brunson was incorrectly called. There should have been an overtime. So Woj reported, according to sources, that the Knicks have filed a protest to dispute the loss. Now, understand something here. And I told you this was going to happen, right? Like, I I told you that the protest is something you do because you want to draw attention to it. But you know you're not going to win it. I was on Twitter yesterday explaining the whole story about why the protest is futile. Because in NBA history, you don't win these. There was, I think, 45 or 46 in history, and some of them are wild. The last one that was in favor of the team was when, speaking of Shaq, he was with the Heat. It was 2007, and the official scores had the wrong number of fouls. He ended up fouling out of the game. He shouldn't have. And they disputed it. They were right. They replayed the end of the game, and the Heat still lost. (laughs) In this situation, understand that if the Knicks won this somehow, some way, They'd have to find a way to go to Houston. And play five minutes. Play five minutes of overtime and three-tenths of a second as well. And you can't play whoever's healthy then, now, like you yeah. can't play. Yeah. It's whoever was available to you in that game. It'd be interesting, though. It would be. the Now, they do go back to Texas. Throw the oop. Late March, they go to San Antonio. Do a, do a doubleheader? Play in the morning, play in the angry? Nah, you know, I don't know. No, but no, but, but no, then no. the Rockets have to be able to fit that into their schedule at the arena as well. It's There's right. a lot. So listen, that's listen, why listen, the listen. NBA will not favor the Knicks in this. That, They've all acknowledged it was that, the wrong call. That'd be so interesting. But you still got to take the L. That'd be super interesting because if you're Houston, you're like, I'm selling concession. I'm getting players there early. I'm doing a halftime concert, <laughs> you know what I mean, before the game. But, but here's my thing. So if we know, the NBA knows logistically there's just no way to do this. 
So what else could the NBA do? 800-919-3776. What would be a good thing the NBA could do to say, you know what? If that's a loss you shouldn't have had. Well, give both teams a half a What game. do we do? Give How teams, do we make it up to you? Give teams both a half a game. Why would both teams get a half? Like, uh, because you don't know who would have won. But you don't get a half a win. You can't do that in the, co- in the win column. There's got to be something else. Yeah, it is. I would give them a half a win. A half a win. Yeah, because guess what? If you got the, if you end up with the same number as somebody, that's going to put you over the top. A uh, protested loss. Would yeah. that be the first tiebreaker for placement in the East? That, that's basically what I'm saying. If you were tied with another team, could they that's, say, well, technically, that's what I'm they saying. lost a protested game. You win the tiebreaker. That's what I'm saying. So you, you're you not saying give them a half a win. You're saying... I'm just basically saying that's a half a win. Right. So like, if they end up with the same uh, record or somebody, then they win because they have the extra game. Half a game. Right. Just like in football. It's the half game like, that we always laugh about when they had a tie, and then the tie ended up being the difference. Do you know? I just think they should just tell the refs to fix the game for the Knicks like they always do. <laughs> so are you gonna, Are you telling me that there's going to come a game somewhere along the line, it'll be close late, and there'll be a phantom foul yeah. in favor of the Knicks to help them win? we got to get the Knicks back one. Let's do it. Right. They'll, they'll, go to, they'll go to replay, and in Secaucus they're like, yeah, 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 no, 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 that's Nick Ball. That's Nick Ball. <laughs> like, well, clearly, a good, no, that's Nick Ball. That's right. Now burn the tape. It's the only fair thing to do. All right. Maybe that's the way to do it. Anybody else have an idea? Let us know, 800-919-3776. All right. Number three on my list is, obviously, this is the end of, right before the All-Star break. This weekend is All-Star weekend. And in it, we have all the different festivities. This is in Indianapolis this year. And so we know who we are. The the slam dunk was always sort of the biggest party, right? That was like the the cherry on top at the end of All Star Saturday. I think think now the three point contest is starting to. to, And by the way, Sabrina Ionescu and Steph Curry going head to head, right? Mm -hmm. Brings a little more sizzle. Here's your slam dunk contestant, Spart Scott. Mm. Jaime Jaquez, the rookie from Miami. Yes. Matt McClung. Mac McClung won it last year. He's been in the G League. That's crazy. He's still can't make it out to G League. Uh, well-known Nick Jacob Toppin, known to be brother of Obi, who of course well, won well, it last year. Well, well-known. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and he's been in the G League pretty much most of the year. In fact, I think he'll be in the dunk contest for the G League too. He will dunk in the contest before he scores a point in the NBA. Uh, Jalen Brown is the one name you know. A I'm, surpri- star. I'm surprised he won. He wants to be part of it. So. Here's did, he make, another, did he make the All Star game last year? I said that the remember remember the All Star for uh, Major League Baseball. Remember we talked about it, Bart, and I said, you know what? The home run derby has surpassed the slam dunk contest when it comes to All Star festivities. It is just more fun. The home run derby is a spectacle, and it is fun. They've done it right. Baseball has, yeah. and the slam dunk contest has gone the wrong way. It's gotten boring. Not it's since, gotten not, like not since Levine and Gordon. And there's just, right, and that there's the just one no like where's the sizzle? Where's the performance? Where are the big names? LeBron has never done it. We'll never do it now. Where's the guys that you're like? These are like yeah, the best you're, you're players scared, in the league. Like the best players Zion. in the league are going home run derby in Major League yeah, Baseball. You're, you're seeing the yeah. best home run hitters. You're not seeing that in the you, slam you dunk contest. Why? You know what they got to do? What? Million dollars. There's got to be money. Yeah, we always said that. Sprite got a Sprite or somebody, one of them right. sponsors, million dollars. Right. So that's another one of my takes. The Home Run Derby has surpassed the slam dunk contest when it comes to All-Star Weekend. Agree or disagree? All right, number two. Have you seen this story? The story is 
about something that we'll get to in a moment, but it's about the NBA draft, um, NBA draft, NBA trade deadline. And within this story, written by Woj and Ramona Shelburne, it tells us that before the deadline, mm-hmm. Philadelphia general manager Daryl Morey started calling around. First, he called the Lakers about LeBron James. Then, and the funny thing is that the response was, yeah, for Joel Embiid. <laughs> uh, Give me Maxie. Right. Then he called the Phoenix Suns about Kevin Durant. Is he available? Told no. Called the, you know, like, do you remember when I talked about, like, Drunk Han? Yeah. And I said, what would I do right before the dread, that, that, if I was a GM, before the deadline, I would make drunk calls. Tell me no. Like, exactly. Tell me no. What are you doing with Luka Doncic? What do you mean, what are we doing? Are you, what would you want for him? Nothing. Okay. You sure? Just writing it down. Right? Are you sure? Like, it, there's no price for him. Anthony Edwards. What would you What would you want for Anthony Edwards? I want nothing right there. Are you sure? Like, I would ask everybody in the league. Because you just never know. You might have a team that's, like, fretting about a guy's contract and what we're going to have to move him this summer. And you're like, oh, well, actually, this summer we probably have to do something. Well, why don't we do something now? If you call about LeBron, why ain't you call about Steph? Well, that's a good question. And that goes to number one. The last thing that we will talk about here on Triple H is something I want to remind people of what I said on Get Up a couple of weeks ago when I was asked before the trade deadline of, you know, what deals you'd want to see and what the Lakers should do. What would I do? I would start fielding offers for LeBron James (laughs) because that's the best thing you have. It's the most valuable piece, tradable commodity that you have. What else are you going to do if you're the Lakers? Give up the 2028 pick so that when he's long gone and now you're stuck with, I don't have any draft picks. I'm in the lottery, but I don't have my pick because we went through this era and didn't come away with a championship. You can get a boatload for him. It's never going to happen, but logically, it's the right move. I was ridiculed for this. Rich Paul texted Brian Windhorst as we're on the air. Why did he text you? Because Wendy wrote the story. I don't write stories for ESPN. And he had him write a story saying LeBron's not getting traded at all. Not happening, right? Okay. Now, later in the show, we were doing like, it was uh, myself, it was Monica McNutt. It was to come up with, you know, what would you, like a dream scenario. What would you like to see? Trades we'd like to see by the deadline. And I said, LeBron James traded to Golden State. You can give them, you know, a couple of you good. Take all they picks, Dominguez. You can give them Clay Thompson. Send Clay Thompson home. Put LeBron and Steph Moody. Curry on the same team. Like you could work out something that would make sense for both sides. That's just a dream thing, right? Well, here's a story from Woj and Shelburne. Over a 24-hour window prior to the trade deadline, that included owner-to-owner conversations. The Warriors made an unsuccessful bid to convince the Lakers and LeBron James to consider a trade to pair him with. Steph Curry. <laughs> so am I crazy? But you crazy. I told you. I tried to tell you. You think Draymond Green being at the Super Bowl with LeBron James is just, oh, that's random. No. This stuff gets talked about. This stuff's been kicked around. LeBron wasn't ready to go. And you know why? And here's where we'll get into the you conversation. You see Bronny play at USC? No. Okay. You know why this didn't go down? This didn't go down. Because LeBron didn't want the narrative. You know what the narrative would have been? You tell me. He run into to Golden State there to win go. just like KD. Joining Steph, not Steph joining him. See what I mean? 
And so that makes it, ah, it's not a good look. Would, would they, would they not say, a good look. Oh, it, you're ring chasing LeBron. Oh, you're like, he didn't want that. And say, he's too comfortable in LA. Would they say Anthony Davis to Golden State for Steph Curry? Steph Curry is going to die a warrior. They ain't moving him. They said about Jordan to play for the Wizards. Well, Jordan left, remember. Jordan left. But when they get rid of Draymond next year and they get rid of Clay, he's going to be by himself. They're not getting rid of Draymond. I don't think it is. Clay, Clay will see in the offseason. They'll trade him next year. But what would have been the reaction? And we'll get to calls. 800-919-3776. What would have been the reaction? If that trade went down, would you say that? Because I'll tell you what. On paper, that's kind of fun. LeBron and Curry... Right, that, that that would be like these two, the old two, these two old dudes joining powers that's to like try Kareem, to win a title. That's like Kareem going to L.A. Kareem was younger. It was it's it's like I said, these are two guys in their late thirties that were champions that would join up and try to beat all the young guys in the league to get a title, get one more title to get like to get it together after they've been you know rivals for so many years. That would have been a fun story, but I don't know what would have been the reaction if this went down. Would you say, man, I'd love to see that? Or would you say, no, because that looks like LeBron is chasing rings. He'd be joining Steph. He, he went, wouldn't. He, it wouldn't be his franchise. He he's went, joining so, Steph's franchise. He went to Miami to chase rings. Yeah, he was a lot younger. He didn't have a ring yet. Shaq went to the Heat to chase rings. Mm-hmm. You're right. So you don't have a problem. You wouldn't have a, You, the biggest LeBron hater there is, wouldn't have a problem with it. No. You wouldn't have like this, he, he, this vibe of a guy chasing rings and here going to Steph's franchise that wouldn't bother you at all he's run out of moves in in los angeles no more moves lebron james they've changed the whole roster two years in a row they, yep. they've ran out of moves to make okay interesting all right that's uh that's the triple h for you you got something to say Niagara. you got something to say at the bottom of there right right after that that was that was Hans Hoops Hierarchy, brought to you by Sandwell Pain Institute. Sandwell Institute for Pain Management for free life. No, no, hold on. Let me start that over. <clears throat> you sure you're all right? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Wait, hang on a second. That's Hans Hoop Hierarchy, brought to you by Sandwell Institute for Pain Management <laughs> for free life visit. Sandwellpain.com today. And go ask Dr. J. Shaw to fix your sciatica because the Knicks has been coming a pain in the ass. They break it down, they hurting. All right. So go see Dr. J. Shaw. Now tell everybody that Audio Files is next. Stay with us, Barton Hahn. Audio Files is next. Stay clone for Barton Hahn. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Well, spring training right around the corner. And how you feeling about this year's New York Mets? Certainly not a blockbuster offseason. Earlier this morning on DPH on Rothenberg, Rick and Dave said the Mets are spending a lot, but not getting a whole lot. We are still spending money, though. That's the frustrating part is we're sitting here talking about it. We're not as good as the Braves. We're not as good as the Phillies. There's a real chance we don't even make the playoffs. Right. And we're still spending almost $300 million. Well, they got to get out from under before they, right. I mean, they we got, move forward. We have almost $50 million dead. Well, you're hoping that with that $50 million dead that you really improve the farm system to a level that it's going to, in a year or two, it's going to make a huge difference. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Classes up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Yes, yeah, stand up, Alicia. If you zoom in on that picture, you get a special treat. If you zoom in some of those pictures, I show Alan early. My boo, my boo, my oh, 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 my boo. You don't it miss a trick. when we were young and you were mine. With another one taking over, but it's still my time. You don't miss a trick. You're you're the guy that definitely, like, put your fingers on the photo and spread your fingers. You can see a little closer. You like what I showed you. Is that what I think it was? You like what I showed you. I mean, I didn't didn't notice it at first. Didn't realize it. When you notice, you say, oh, how can I miss it? But, yeah. Like, that's cute. It was, uh, yeah, it was startling. Can't unsee it now. Yeah. You know? But still, you you want to, you're that guy. Do you want to superimpose it and put it on our put it on our uh, on our website? You can and put put arrows to what we're talking about. You can. Well, I don't think you need to put arrows. Some people might miss it. That's their problem. You, it takes a see trained, to me. Yeah, it takes, that, it takes a trained thank eye. You. See, I th- see to me if you give it away, 
if you make it too easy to spot, oh, it's, it's like, sort of like where's Waldo? It's what do you see in this picture? Yeah, yeah, ink plot. <laughs> like I don't see nothing, just sparkly stuff. Okay, well that's your problem. <laughs> All right. Anyways, eight eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six to get back to your calls. But right now, Bart Scott, it's time for us to step aside. Let the headline makers Ooh, do the talking in the segment we like to call. Audio file. Whoa, 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 Joe, 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 Joe. Hang on a second. You premature. Yeah. You kind of jumped it. A little jumpy. That's my bad. Wow. He got excited. He didn't even let Bart. You, Bart likes to, especially on Valentine's Day. I was going to put an extra stank on it. I, mean, I, th- I thought you would. I figured you were going Lou Rawls on it. This the day, never this, find. You know what I'm saying? This day where you could just let it off yeah, and let, right, it, let it go. All right, that's a rookie mistake. Yeah, yeah. He pulled he, you know he what? He, in, he, remember, he got called in from the bullpen. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to start. Yeah, yeah right. He, he was. He thought he was going to probably come in like sixth you, inning. You know what this was? He was on. The, he was on the line mm. trying to get the rebound, and he forgot that that was Bill Cartwright, and it was a pause at the top. <laughs> he noted that that right before the free throw shot, it's a hitch. It's a, it's, it's a hitch. Yeah. <laughs> he got. <laughs> yeah, he got called. He got a false start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll try it again. Ready? Come on, Trent Williams, All calm right. down. It's time for us to step aside and let the headline makers do the talking. The segment we like to call Audio The Audio There we go. That's much, much better. Much better. Um, okay, let's see. Where do we want to go from here? How about, hmm, let's go with my homeboy, Patrick Mahomes. They're having their parade Kermit, today. Kermit the Frog here. He just left winning titles. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Lombardies. Mm. <laughs> we got three Lombardies now. <laughs> three Lombardies. Who won it? Who won? It? Who won MVP? Did he win MVP too? I believe so. Yeah, he should have. Right? Yeah. Usually they just give it to the quarterback. But if he if the Niners it. won, it would have to be McCaffrey, right? Would it have been McCaffrey? Yeah. Especially with McCaffrey. that run he had, right? Yeah, it would have been McCaffrey. Wouldn't have been Purdy. Brock no. Purdy. Oh, Purdy. Anyways, uh, let's hear from actual Patrick Mahomes, not Garrett Cole. Uh, this is on Pat McAfee. And as I said, he just he, he just feels like he wants to just keep winning. I don't know if I'm necessarily chasing like one team or, or one thing. I just want to make my stamp on the game. And I think we want to make our stamp on the game as Kansas City Chiefs. And um, in order to do that, you have to be great year in and year out. Uh, I mean, not, you're not always going to win the Super Bowl. We're, we're going to try to, but you're not always going to. But you want to make sure that you give everything you have to give yourself the best opportunity. Um, then you can live with what happens. And uh, we've won three. Uh, we still got a lot of young players. We can keep Trav and Coach Reed around uh, even longer. I think We'll have a chance to uh, as good a chance as anybody to keep winning them. I got nothing wrong. I got nothing to say about that. I mean, that's the. But right the hardest part's going to be to just continue to have enough talent around him because of cap situations and talent evaluations. Yeah, could, could cost some Chris Jones. Yeah. Remember they 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 really you know and maybe Mahomes did it before. He's Don't you have, have to, to keep Chris Jones of anybody? Yeah, I mean, he's the most singular important, but, you know, then, okay, you, you keep Chris Jones. Chris Jones is over 30. Good. And then you look up and now Sneed leaves, and now you don't have that lockdown corner that locking down all these receivers. Is it need is up? Is it harder to find that than it is to find an impact player like Chris Jones? Well, you got to ask yourself if we're going to try and go over a sustained run, Sneed being locked up for five years is going to play at a higher level five years from now than Chris Jones because Chris Jones is going to be like okay. Fletcher Cox eventually mm. where he's going to be law diminishing returns because he's going to be on the wrong side. He's already on the wrong side of 30. A lot of miles so too gonna, with yeah, all the yes, games. Yeah. yeah, so you're going to play you're going to pay him and you know when you got a young young Thundercat when mm-hmm. you're thinking about what you're going to have to face in this division now with Herbert having a real coach and you know you're going to need a lockdown corner to be able to handle that. 
All right. Uh, staying with the Chiefs, how about uh, on the New Heights podcast, Jason Kelsey calling out his brother for that sideline altercation with uh, Andy Reid. The broadcast showed you having a heated exchange with Coach Reid. <laughs> so heated. People are all over this. I mean, I get it. You crossed the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping Coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The, the yelling in his face, too, is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this. I love Coach Reid. Coach Reid knows how much I'd love to play for him. I'm not playing for anybody else but Big Red. If he calls it quits this year, I'm, I'm out there with him, man. He ain't calling it quits. Come on now. He's not. I immediately wish I would have took it back. Coach Reed actually came right up to me after that, and he just let him know, hey, man, I love your passion. I got cameras on me all over the place, man. He's letting you know not, not to be like that. Just fired me up even more to go out there and get a f-ing victory for him, man. Big Red, sorry if I uh, caught you with that cheap shot, baby, but damn, I love winning with you. You got to have your head on a swivel, because next time he gets fired up at you, he's coming hot at you. You know that. Oh, yeah, I deserve it. If he would have cold cocked me in the face right there, I would have just ate it and just been like, yeah, let's f-ing go glazed over look on your face right now. I mean, they, they've been through this Didn't you before. have that kind of relationship with Rex? Yeah. You could have done that. Like, you could have, if you were, have you ever like that, like with a coach? Yeah, me and Rex could have pushed each other. We would have hugged it out afterwards. Right. So, a lot of regular people don't understand that there are moments in sports with teammates that you could see two guys that look like they want to just come to blows, like absolute just haymakers, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, they hate each other. Oh my god, this is and it's like, no, 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 no. anybody but Payne and Allen because they actually threw them well, that, one too. That's a little different. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little different. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. there, there are a lot of times where you could see two two players who play at a high level with high so, intensity who can who can get to that point so much on the line and not break that's down. That's what it is. The pressure of so much on the line. It's the yep. Super Bowl. They felt like early on it was getting out of the way. San Francisco didn't do a good enough job in trying to put more pressure on them because they had opportunities to be up. They should have been up by more, but it was a pressure situation where, you know, he thought that he should be out there at a certain play. And, you know, it didn't they didn't get the result that they want and he, you know, believed that if well we can get the result we want, then I should have been out there. But whatever. Yeah. They, they, you move on and, you know, they they have a real opportunity to continue winning. Like Every year, even though Brady didn't win it, we knew that he was going to be right there. And, you know, you know, Kansas City has that opportunity. Let's see how many they can roll off. Uh, they, they, you know, I believe they have a two- to three-year window, probably with Kelsey before he, you know, kind of starts to slow down a little bit, like Tony Gonzalez and stuff like that. Um, let's see. Uh, Kansas City's been great at in the draft and being able to find talent. You know, you think about, you know, Rasheed Rice. You think about, um, you know, what – Sneed and McDuffie has been, you know, with that quarterback, you have a chance to win every game. And they're going to have him for a long time. Uh, meanwhile, on the other side, Kyle Shanahan still answering questions damn, about damn. taking the ball first, but also his team, his players saying that they didn't really go over overtime rules and some of them weren't sure of them. We did say, and we told everyone as we were waiting for the coin toss, hey, review everyone with to make sure they're sure before we go out. So we asked the position coach to do that, but I didn't cover it in a meeting on the Super Bowl week. I don't think that changes anything. We did it with our analytics department. We decided that going into the playoffs. What I think you guys know how I've explained how I make decisions with that stuff in the past. I take all the information I can get, especially ones I haven't been in. Our analytics felt that was the best way to go. But as you guys know, I don't always just go with that. Taking account 
count what they say, what they think is right, and then I go off my gut in the heat of battle, and I knew what they felt going into it. When I think about that during the moments I have to make the decision, I think the type of game it was did match what they felt was the best way to do. It did seem more like a field goal game, and it even had been out there for a real long time right before that, so didn't feel at all to override that at the time. I don't love that. I don't love that during the week before the Super Bowl, it never came up at all as a scenario in a game that, not that coaches are watching the line, but isn't there somebody, a quality control coach, somebody that's saying, all right, Vegas has this as a close game. We should go over close game scenarios, and that includes overtime. Don't you think that you have to be prepared for everything, knowing that these two teams were pretty closely matched? Well, you should have talked about, even before the playoff start, you should have talked about the playoff rules, the new rules. Right, you got to go over that, and you got to start practicing for that because you don't know what game is going to be the game that goes to overtime. What if it's the first game you're in? You want to be prepared for that one too, right? And then you want to have plays in certain scenarios. That's a good point. Even before the playoffs begin, yeah, they yeah. were they had a buy anyway. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, like they got to sit for a week. What the hell were you doing? You you, you want to go over? They, we call it special situations, right? And they should have been going that over the special situations because you heard Andy Reid. They already had their two point play that they worked on because they were saying we ain't gonna give you the chance to just go down and, yep. and beat us with a field goal yep. because it's hard to stop somebody from you know when they know they got four downs mm-hmm. from getting into field goal range and kicking a field goal and then then Mahomes don't get the ball back. Yeah. So we were going for two because we were going to win and die on Mahomes, and you guys were winning and dying on Moody. Not good. He got he got to eat that. He got to he got to he got to take that. He got to hold that. And man, like if it's another two years, you know the Niners have lost their last three Super Bowl wins. Just imagine where this organization would be if they had won two. They would be the all-time win in this organization in NFL history with seven titles. But they're stuck on five. Not great. They're starting to look like um, like it, he's becoming like Bill Cowher too. Bill Cowher and the Steelers before he actually won. Remember, they had the picture of him losing um, in the Super Bowl. Uh, his daughters were young, and then finally, the, the one he walked away with is his daughters are grown, and he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, Shanahan, we're gonna start, you know, start questioning him, saying, that "Can he win the big one?" And I wonder if you know, keeps going this way, which is tremendous success. If they don't do something like Tampa did and say, "Man, we let's see if we can get somebody that can." Get us over the hump. I know he's boy genius, boy wonder, but it's always somebody. It's somebody that emerges. It's been, what, six years now? Seven years? And they haven't delivered. Andy Reid couldn't deliver. Yeah, and he left. But I'm saying, and then he ended up being able to. I still think if a coach can get you as far as Kyle Shanahan's gotten them with the winning that they've done, you don't just go, we got to get somebody else. You don't do that. Well, you well, you actually you just you, you just believe that it's going to come through. Look, look he's well, had to face the best yeah. best quarterback and best coach in the league both times. Well, you I mean, act, come on. Well, you ask yourself, where would this team be if they had those Trey Lance draft picks? Well, and how much more talent and youth, and maybe they had it. Maybe they would have a deep threat receiver if they hadn't wasted three first round draft picks. But then again, they still could have had Purdy. He's Mr. Irrelevant. Well, they good, still they still could have had Purdy. All right. All right. Um, last but not least, want to do some hockey? This weekend is the uh, stadium series, and it is this t- this year. It's in our area, and it'll be played at MetLife Stadium. Saturday night, you get the Flyers and the Devils. So you get a little South Jersey, North Jersey matchup, and that's an 8 o'clock game. So under the lights at MetLife Stadium on ABC and ESPN+. And then Sunday... 
three o'clock, so before, of course, you know, All-Star Game and everything else, you get the Rangers and the Islanders. A nice afternoon tilt at MetLife Stadium. And so Anders Lee, who's the captain of the Islanders, was asked about, well, you're playing at MetLife Stadium. And Anders Lee played football in high school in um, Minnesota. And he also went to Notre Dame, by the way, Bart, which has a great uniform. More on that later. Uh, so Anders Lee was asked if he thinks, you know, you're playing at MetLife Stadium. You ever think about playing quarterback for the Jets? Given the current situation in New York, do you think there's maybe an opportunity for you to step in and play quarterback for the New York Jets? No. That is a lie. Ha! Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I can pick it up right now and there are go opportunities do that present themselves in life. Yeah, and this I is know. a beautiful one for you. Oh, you caught me. Uh, I set this up poorly. This was a lie detector test. So he was, they they caught him lying. He said no, and they said that's a lie. <laughs> so he actually does think he could, and obviously there's no way that he thinks he could, but still. These are kind of funny, a couple of them that he did. But still, are you going to tune in to see the outdoor games there at MetLife Stadium? A little hockey on the gridiron. Yeah. I Interested? Mean, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I always like those. I mean, the Red Wings played outside, I think, was at University of Michigan or something. Like. Oh, they did play in the big house. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah. that one. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. dope. So you're interested? Yeah. Interesting like to you. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. I always like that outside. It's different. The lights yeah. are different. It's yeah. like takes you back to They've done it at Yankee Stadium. They did it at City Field. This is the first time, I believe, it's the first time at MetLife Stadium. I wonder if they fill it up. They yeah, that's 80,000. That's a lot. Yeah, they got to get some free stuff away. Free, free tickets. Well, no, there's a lot. Are you First of all, if the Devils, Rangers, and Islanders all had home games at the same time, you'd see almost 60,000 people watching hockey. Yeah, but how many people want to be all the way up at the top? On a cold day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but still, it's the experience. They're fun. Yeah, yeah. I went to the one at Yankee Stadium. So, and it's Rangers Islanders. I mean, they just, it's, it's not, it's not, doesn't take a lot to get fired up for that. And all the Flyers fans will come up, you know, on a Saturday night. Imagine that'll be a, a, quite an interesting atmosphere under the lights. So it'd be kind of cool. So that's this weekend. You think they'll complain about the turf at all? Yeah, luckily they won't have to. <laughs> I found that interesting too, by the way, that Woody Johnson said that they're because they know that the World Cup is coming and they're bringing their own field to put on top. And he said how he has talked regularly about this and they want to see how it works. Because he said they do talk all the time about the turf and they putting know it's it a problem. Top. Talking about putting it on top of the, of the turf so yeah. like the Jets can have. No, they, but you can't because, like, what do you do? You have to take the square. Like, it's. Let's get roofs. But maybe, maybe. How does that work? It could get worse because then now you're talking about trays and stuff like that. But there's no way to roll a tray out like these other stadiums. Right. It's, it's not, not built, built like that. Way, yeah. So the other thing you could think of is could you do something where the grass, like whenever you have a, a concert or some type of other event, you have something that goes over the grass but doesn't flatten it, right? Like they'd have to figure out a way to put a floating floor above it maybe. But who knows? But at least Woody Johnson has talked about it. But the ice surface, we'll see how that is. We'll see if they complain about the ice surface at MetLife. Well, you know, it's a little choppy, a little slick. The <laughs> Zamboni wasn't that is a, Maybe it's just the building. It's cursed. That's Audio Files. 800-993-776 is the number. We will get back to your call. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, as we were just talking a little hockey, I want to remind everybody it's pond hockey season on Long Island, and ESPN New York wants you to be part of the action. Head to ESPNNewYork.com or the ESPN New York app for your chance to win a 60-minute time slot at the outdoor synthetic rink at the park at UBS Arena. It's a really cool spot that they built over there. Just scroll down to contest and submit your entry. Join the New York Islanders for some fun in February. Take advantage of special ticket pricing for upcoming home games at UBS Arena and be there for every thrilling matchup. Get your tickets today at NewYorkIslanders.com slash Feb. So, Bart, as we roll into the power hour momentarily, it's Valentine's Day, right? Mm -hmm. And we said at the beginning of the show, and so we usually get like a different – now, this is like a – a different group of listeners now, right? Because the first hour is lunchtime. This is now a different, usually, wave of listeners. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to do, do, you want to do the, the, the dedication thing where we just, you, know, you call in, what's the song you want to hear? Dedicate. Uh, do you want, like, how do we want to do this? Yeah, but- What do you think? Or, is it, or did we do the athlete thing? Like, Because we had a couple calls on that earlier as well. Like, the athlete in New York you have either fallen out of love with or in love with. I like both. Okay. Listen, but I, I but I need I need us to have we need to have the Peter Pablo beginning of the song. What you like when he say did Peter Pablo thank for calling up? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What you like can to get it from the front? That's yeah, that's the person. Yeah, we need we need to do that. We push that. It's only like five seconds, right? Before we gonna need that drop. Yeah, that's we don't need that. Probably something to talk about before the show, so we can get all that production done. But it's a good idea though. Kind of like it. No, we do it off the wheel. Well, yeah, but Peter Pablo. Not as easy to turn that around, but maybe we can, maybe we can't. We'll see how it goes. But we'll get calls lined up. 800-919-3776. Again, just to celebrate the day that is, of course, the day of love and romance and everything else. I thought we'd be playing a lot more like 90s R&B, but apparently Bart's got his hand on the uh, the ones and twos today. So you're playing all your kind of music. What does that mean? Well, I'm just saying. You're playing. We had, we had Isn't She Lovely? Yeah, well, because somebody requested it. Like, I'm really surprised. Like, no Jodeci? Not even one Jodeci? 
Seriously. When I see see, I'm at the age now where I think about Valentine's Day, I think about my daughter. What? That's that's not exactly what you said. Yeah, but I'm just saying as far as musically. Are you sure? Because I've heard you say when, if it's about well, it was if, on the page. If it's, it's not there it's anymore. About Pound Town, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you like, were doing all that earlier. Yeah, you heard me. I just ordered flowers for my daughter. Why would you say that out loud? Isn't that she supposed to be school. a surprise? No, she has school. Oh, she won't know. They, okay. My kids don't listen to the show. Don't don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you never worry about that. They ain't got an app. They ain't got on me. They ain't got me on. It must run in the family. Yeah, they got me a nut. Eight hundred nine nine three seven seven six. All right, so we'll get calls rolled up and ready to go. We'll discuss also. Aaron Boone spoke today, uh, just actually a few minutes ago, about the coming season for the Yankees as pitchers and catchers are now in Tampa, officially getting ready for the new season. The outlook for the Yankees and. Um, I wanted to talk to everybody about Yankees changing their uniform. There is something sacrilegious about the Yankees changing anything with the pinstripes. Bad enough that there's going to be logos on it. I know nobody can handle that. But something was circulating around social media that if you go to my Twitter when you get a chance, go check it out. I retweeted it. And it is something to look at and understand in in this era where other sports, there's always the third jerseys and alternate jerseys. The NBA, they got a million different jerseys. Curious to see what people would think if the Yankees went to this look, which isn't a far, it's not that far from what they are wearing, but I don't know if you can handle it. So we'll get into that, what Aaron Boone had to say, and of course, your calls on Valentine's Day. Stay with us for the Power Hour next. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. It's the biggest issue heading into Mets spring training, and it'll likely be the biggest issue all season long, the future of Pete Alonzo. Yesterday in the K-Show, Michael said that he doesn't think that Alonzo is going to be a Met long term. My gut feeling is that he will not be a Met in 2025, especially if Scott digs in. He's kind of comparing him to Aaron Judge, and he wants about $40 million a year. Well, you look at the top-paid first baseman in the game, no one makes 30 Freddie Freeman doesn't make 30 Matt Olson doesn't make 30 None of them do. So if Scott really thinks he's going to get $40 million a year for Alonso, even if he hit 63 home runs, I don't think it's there. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey. During tonight's action, glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it is the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.